0: This is it, the penultimate episode of the original concept, which is Emma reads his Dark Materials and we talk about it three chapters at a time. But yeah. today,
1: another four chapters like last time, mainly just because. How did we do
0: four last time as well? Yeah, we did. Oh wow!
1: It's because I was like, I want to get through this now. Yeah. The TV show is making me want to get through it more. I think yeah. we just watch another episode.
0: Yeah, not to dwell on it too much, but it's, I'm liking it. Yeah. Lin-Manuel Miranda's pretty good. Yeah. Um, we just met the bear, so that was, that was pretty awesome, but yeah.
1: Um, I've got my new winter look, Lyra's um, and outfit with a little red hat.
0: Seal skin vibes.
1: Yeah, I like it.
0: Not very ethical clothing, though, <laughs> I'm
1: more just thinking of the little red hat and the matching red gloves.
0: Yeah, it's all about the gloves, they've got yeah. kind of a nice knitted look. Mm. So, we left the story as the children were escaping with their demons back into the a safe world.
1: hmm
0: And authority has died.
1: Mm, a lot's happened. Seems
0: Miss... like Asriel's gone. gone into the abyss with Mrs Coulter, Mrs. Coulter and Metatron. Mm. It's going to be an interesting threesome for eternity. <laughs> they will definitely bone each other at some point. Well, it's going to be like, eternity. we're bored.
1: Yeah.
0: Do you want to, you
1: know, Oh, well We'll talk, about, we'll talk about boning later. Can I just say, these are four chapters. Is mm. it? Yeah, four chapters. They, they all sort of fit quite nicely together, though. Yes, they are. they kind of lead-on They're on forward ones, yeah. Um, because it's all set in the same place. Yeah, and, um,
0: unlike a lot of the books.
1: Um, a, lot, a lot of this book mm. but yeah, can I just say that Philip Pullman is one soppy boy B-O-I boy, B-O-I boy. So <laughs> more on that later
0: so we've got chapter 32, morning chapter 33, marzipan chapter 34, there is now
1: mm-hmm.
0: and chapter 35 over the hills and far away.
1: Which very, very sort of dreamy like chapter names. Yeah.
0: They? It's
1: the car. They're sort of um,
0: they're sort of children's story. stories. Children's stories mm. chapters.
1: Yeah.
0: So Lyra and Will wake up in the plain lands that they
1: yeah.
0: went through and the Gallivespians have been buried in little graves next mm. to them. Um, shout out to the the galley guys. The
1: galley guys, they're gone now.
0: Um, they had a big part to play mm. um, and you don't really see them mentioned ever again but I mean, they're solid. I'm, I'm a big fan for the little people.
1: I was just thinking from watching TV show and stuff mm. and being introduced to all the other characters and stuff, apart from Lee, you kind of, you're missing a lot of the old guys. What do you Egyptians, mean? Egyptians, the witches. Oh, you mean the, the, the characters? Serafina Pecola. Like, I've not, yeah. we've not seen any...
0: Well, they're, they're book one, aren't they? And yeah. Hmm.
1: And then this one was the like, Alivespian book, and now mm-hmm. they're gone. Yeah. She makes friends with these cool creatures, and then leaves them aside. Not the Egyptians, the creatures, the people.
0: So Will also wakes up and then asks about the demons, but Lyra thinks... They must be nearby, but they're not, like, right next to them because they can't see them. But they can feel that they're close.
1: Yeah, it's a feature of this whole chapter that they're just not there.
0: Whole four chapters. Whole four chapters, Mm. yeah.
1: The whole four chapters that... Which... Spoilers. It's like, how are they coping without them? That's my question at the moment. Because they're
0: close, but they're not apart anymore.
1: And it's kind of this idea that they're upset with them for leaving them behind, and that's why they're not turning up. That's fair. mm
0: it's betrayal. Yeah. It was the great betrayal, prophesied.
1: Yeah. Um, and so they, they look across this land, and when, when you're reading it, you think, OK, I think, I think we recognise this, this land, these mm. plains. And they see um, the sort of diamond... A troop. A troop of diamond-shaped creatures, the Malefa. And at first they're a bit all oh, we'll taken aback, Um Sort of host- hostile at first. Yeah,
0: they? I mean, they kind of look like a motorcycle gang. Yeah. But uh, the big old alethiometer gets whipped out.
1: Yeah, and they go, oh, actually, these guys are all right.
0: Yeah, d- did you notice when Lyra reads the alethiometer, she finds it quite difficult?
1: Yeah, I mean, th- the whole time she's been using the alethiometer since she's left hand, she's found it difficult.
0: Well, it was confused in the world of the dead, yeah. wasn't it? But yeah, you're
1: right. It's yeah, I didn't put that. It works dust. Yeah, I, I would didn't put that down to it being the world of the dead. I put it down to Lyra. Lyra not being connected to Pam.
0: Okay. We'll park that for now. We'll come back to that. Mm. And and they and they they ride up and they sort of curious looking things. Mm. I'm so excited to see how the BBC decide to make these things look.
1: Yeah. that... Um, me and Bethany were looking at fan art, and mm,
0: then some of it's weird.
1: They're just weird looking things. Well, they they're,
0: they evolved in a different, landscape yeah. yes. Um And they say, "Come and see Mary," mm. which would be very creepy if an elephant just started talking. Like, About yeah. what? But you know, this isn't the weirdest thing these kids have seen at this point. Yeah. Um. So they they invite them to ride on their backs to go and see Mary, and they and they take them to the village.
1: The oh, I remember one bit of this chapter when they're riding they're like oh it's actually much easier riding on a yeah a sort of square shaped diamond a diamond shaped platform because
0: your legs would go
1: yeah next to the your tip bum, of the diamond and your bum would go in the spongy bin yeah, without, yeah. rather than just lying on someone's spine yeah mm. and they
0: and it's a gorgeous landscape as well mm. they they also talk about that and mm. it's just lovely mm. i really want to go there
1: this, this world no, seems kind real. of seems like somewhere where people have become one with nature and it's all kind of integrated yeah yeah yeah
0: definitely the The way the malefa live is sustainable mm. and Mary comes out of the village and she immediately hugs Lyra yeah. but then a very interesting sort of couple of seconds happen between her and will where he she looks at him and was about to hug him, but mm. thinks no he 's a man, I wouldn't hug a man. Mm. And shakes his hand instead, and Will likes that a lot.
1: Yeah, they've grown up a lot since yeah. um, since they since it's, it's, the it's subtle knife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, what well, I, I I kind of think of Mary Malone looking like. Um, uh, what was she called? That actress who's in um, Alien.
0: Sigourney Weaver.
1: Yeah, Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. in I could see that. Gorillas in the Mist. But <laughs> when she's wearing her British like intrepid outfit, British. No, I'm just imagining intrepid outfit in Gorillas yeah. in the Mist. <laughs> Mary Malone.
0: Who Who would you cast, Mary Malone?
1: Um. Who would ooh, you? Oh, they've they've not cast her yet, have they?
0: Who would you cast for Mary Malone? Um.
1: Hmm. Milena Hedy?
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah. But Lena Headey in her Centrinians I was about to say vibe. the Centrinians yeah.
0: vibe. Yeah. Because I thought, oh, because we've been watching Drag Race and you talked about Centrinians earlier, yeah. that's why. Yeah. But yeah, when she's wearing the glass and she's walking up the path yeah. and she's tripping it, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm not tra- 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 sure anyone good. else.
0: Um... Olivia Coleman's big at the moment. Do you think she's too big for this role? I think... She's a bit older, I suppose, because Mary Malone's quite young.
1: Yeah, I imagined her being played by someone younger. Um, but, you know what? That's maybe my unconscious bias, you know? Mm-hmm. They should be casting older women in things. Because you, know, you don't really know how Mary Carrie Malone Mulligan. Is. I'll be really annoyed if it was Carrie Mulligan. Why? Because they'll just be like, oh, let's get this... She's one. in her
0: 30s. Yeah, but she's... Is it because I like her?
1: No, it's not because you like her. It's because Lena Headey's a bit older. She's that kind of age. She's yeah. like 40s. If no, I, were... I,
0: I think Lena Headey is a very, very good call.
1: Or even Olivia Colman, yeah. Because mm. you don't really have... Because, yeah, maybe she might be older. Like, just judging by her story she tells in this. Mm. In this. Because we, we have no idea of her age, really. But, um, yeah, if they cast someone like Carrie Mulligan i will be like, you're just making them young and hot.
0: So they have some food and... Mm, this food sounds good. Like, very rich...
1: Yeah. Nuts
0: and berries, and some, but their children can't really stomach that because they're very drawn and thin. And yeah. I mean, they've been in the world of the dead, they're yeah. probably quite filthy as well. Yeah, and filthy children, and they, they find that they can only just manage a few sort of plain flatbread, sort or of chapati kind of things. Mm. And so, Mary perceives this and just says, Look, you've been through a lot, all you need to do now is sleep. Mm. And while they were asleep, Atal and Mary, so Atal's Mary's um, Malefa friend. Yeah. They have a nice little conversation. She was like, "Um, "How?" So they they are two sexes, and Mary's like, "Yeah, of course. How can you tell? Their bodies look different. They're getting to an age where their bodies are different." And then she's like, "They have no shraf." Like, yeah, I don't know, don't know why. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know why they don't have any shraf. And then (laughs) Atal's like. No wheels. <laughs> it's like, oh, poor little things, no wheels. <laughs> so, so. I love from a towel's perspective, mm. the lack of wheels is something she's like, oh, how, it's like saying you don't have a demon or yeah. or you're an armored bear with no armor. It's that kind of, they can't really, It it's a, it's a nice thing that keeps coming up in the trilogy where yes. people from different worlds don't understand each other's concept of soul.
1: Yeah the wheels don't fit the children so the children don't have wheels exactly but so it's it's not necessarily like the demons which everyone
0: has yeah that's true it's more like oh they haven't grown up because they don't have any wheels yeah
1: Yeah. true i don't know i don't know what people have in wheels world in our world sort of it's
0: inside isn't it it's
1: a bit boring it's the worst one (laughs) i want some wheels (laughs) we
0: got cars (laughs) um And she asked Mary about them, and and Mary's also saying that she dreamed that they were coming. Mm. It was a night picture. And a voice told her to prepare a woman who was old, but also not old.
1: What does that mean? Mm. Um,
0: Well, after this podcast, you can read more, and maybe you'll find out.
1: Maybe it's like a witch, because they're old.
0: Mm. But not old.
1: But not old.
0: Then a group of anxious Mulefa arrive mm. and say, Mary, you've got to, got to come and see this. And, and Mary says to Lyra, I've got to go. You know, they're anxious about something. Mm. Um, I don't know what it is, but they, they, they want to go now. And I was like, OK, just woken up, but OK, whatever. So Mary's taken, I think it's like a couple of hours ride, actually, mm. away and goes to a, a tree grove. And there she can see the window that Will made coming out of the world of the dead. And Pullman says the faces were joyous as as the ghosts rejoined the world.
1: Mm.
0: And one of the women who was coming out was beckoned Mary Malone over. What did she say? Tell them stories.
1: Yeah, tell them. They need
0: to hear the stories. You have to tell them true stories.
1: And she does, later on.
0: Who's she talking about?
1: She's talking about um, Will and Lyra. Is she? No, she's not. No, she's talking about um, the harpies. Yeah. So she's saying, when you die, what you need to do is tell them stories and then they'll release you. And you can mm. we can be at one with the universe. Yeah, we've got this big old window with all the dead people coming out.
0: No wonder the malefa was spooked. They were yeah. like, "What is this? So, this is mad."
1: Yeah, Paul Maléfacer. <laughs> their whole, their world is the world where all the dead people come out and come on. Well, they they're,
0: they're only there for a few seconds and then they rejoin the world, don't they?
1: Yeah, I suppose later on they're just gonna be like, "Oh yeah, that." Yeah, I don't really want to look at that too much. Bit existential. Should we move on? Just <laughs> leave all this behind. It's a bit much for us. Chapter
0: thirty-three. Marzipan,
1: yeah. or
0: as they say in Lyra's world,
1: uh, Mar- March Pain.
0: March Pain. Yeah,
1: that's very cute.
0: Yeah. So Lyra woke up and. and... As they
1: say in Moletta World. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wave hand to the left.
1: And as they say in the Galavespian Vespian world. Um... Marzipan. No, they, I, I, they say um, almond sugar paste.
0: So Lyra wakes up in the morning. After her big old sleep. We had a big old sleep the other day. Mm. It was lovely. We slept for 10 hours.
1: Really? Is it 10 hours? Yeah, it was 10 hours. Have another nice
0: one, so. yeah, 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 we'll go to bed early again today. Mm. Um, and she decided to go for a naked bath yeah. in the river, like she used to do in, in Oxford with Roger. And then she thought about doing it with Will, but she felt a bit different about that. She felt yeah. a bit embarrassed. So, so she just
1: it's like when, went on her own. It's like when uh, Eve, Adam and Eve suddenly get all worried that they're naked in the gardener I mean. Very similar. What I was thinking now is how clean can you actually get from getting in the river?
0: Pretty clean. It's really? water. Not like soap clean, but if you're covered in just dust, yeah. you that's just... Yeah. Soil and dust. You just need a bit of water, that's fine. Yeah.
1: We're
0: very overly clean as a species are we? it's part of yeah it's part of the reason that um our autoimmune well it's theorized that the autoimmune disease crisis has happened because we we're too antibacterial
1: because
0: mm. our, our body's immune systems are basic sort of bored so
1: we start spitting on each other then and like rubbing I mean, yeah. soil in our ears that's
0: why children should be allowed to play in the woods and things like that because it really helps their immune systems so
1: we don't play in the woods true
0: fact I was playing in the woods on Friday. You didn't come. You were playing video games.
1: What?
0: When I went out with Zeke and Mavrid. <laughs> oh, yeah. We played football. And then that weird man <laughs> appeared on his one wheel in the dark.
1: I think, can we just put say to the podcast, there's a guy who lives <laughs> near us in our community who always rides a, um, what are they called, hoverboard unicycle thing?
0: Yeah, it's like one wheel with... I guess some, some.
1: And he's just always like, or well, you'd occasionally see him going around. Just around just the garden. Really, really seriously looking mm. with his hoverboard. Or sometimes he's carrying things. So I think I've, I've seen him with a kid before. Oh, really? And he's just always.
0: He's properly weird.
1: Yeah, like dead face.
0: We, hoverboard. We, I told you what happened, right? We were playing, we were just having a kick about in the dark. Yeah. And this light comes towards us and obviously it was pitch black. Like mm. we had to have our phones out for the um to see the football mm. and the light just stops and I was like, Is it a robot? And I was just looking at it. Obviously we we're all looking down at this man's feet and then like a <laughs> the disembodied voice was There's a football field over there and I'm like Sorry I didn't quite catch that and I, I sort of trotted towards him and I was like and was sort of looking in the darkness like, where is this man's face? And I was like, oh, there he is. Sorry, what did he say? And then he really quietly went, there is a football field at the back. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll go have a kick around there. Super weird, didn't like it, gave me chills. So then Will woke, woke up as well. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm going to have a, a, a nice wash as well.
1: I thought you called it a naked bath.
0: River bath, yeah. Whereas, like Oh yeah, you can't. Then... <laughs> you can't really. Well, you, you could, but
1: Donald Duck does. Yeah, true. Donald Duck has um bars with his vest on. I remember watching that as a kid and being very confused.
0: And they uh they've had got some clean clothes mm. ready to go, and that's when Mary came back and she was like, "Why don't you tell me what's happened to you while we make some nets? A bit like playing FIFA while you're listening to a football
1: podcast." Maybe. Even though the dead woman was talking about telling the harpy stories, saying tell them stories to Mary Malone, made Chet think that's what we should do. That's what me, Will and Lyra yeah. should do. We should tell each other stories in exchange. Yeah. Our experiences. Definitely.
0: So mm. Will talks about his father and says, "I don't really know why that witch killed her." Still, but. He was proud that his father was faithful to the end, mm. and Lyra was like, I think he would do that as well.
1: Yeah, Lyra's eyeing him up, thinking about, you know, they kept in these little feelings, it's very sweet.
0: <laughs> and Mary, the whole time, is keeping an eye out for the tulapi. Mm. Um, but when they return to the village, Atal tells her that they've attacked too towns up the coast and the, another tree fell as well.
1: Mm. And the key thing is that they're doing it in a particular mm. directed way now, rather than just randomly. And mm. um, this is because they've got, what's he called on their side? One of the fathers. Father forget, Gomez, <laughs> one of the dads. <laughs> I always forget, the, I always forget the, there's like Corum Gomez, um, McPhail, McPhail yeah. who's the letheometrist? Yeah. Yeah. There's just so many fathers. I forget a lot of them.
0: And then Mary thinks, tell them stories. Yeah. yeah. So after their meal, Mary decides to tell her the decides to tell them the story of her days as a nun, mm. and also about how sci- how her science was changed when she met Lyra. So Basie went. I got from this that when she was a nun. She lost her faith because she went to a conference in Lisbon because she was a sci- scientist nun. Mm. And she met a rather nice young man who made her recall a time of her childhood where she first fell in love. Yeah. Where at a party, some, a boy fed her Mars pan and then they started making out. Mm. Um, and then in Lisbon, she had something sweet as well. And was like, Ooh. Taste and smell are very evocative mm. of memory.
1: Yeah, and she thinks, um, yeah, it's basically like, why is my religion stopping me from
0: yeah flirting from
1: flirting and doing and what feels most time. natural mm. to me? And yeah, that's what make, makes, makes her lose her faith. But yeah, I, don't, I think it's not that she ever stops believing in something above. Mm. She just stops believing in it in the way that she was practicing it before.
0: Yeah, she thought that either heaven was empty, or God was asleep, or she just wasn't convinced anymore. She says love was like going to China. Mm. It's something that some people did, but she didn't think she'd ever go when there's so much of the world to explore. But Mm. then she realised she did like, she had been to China Mm -hmm. when she tasted the Martha Van.
1: And Lyra starts to feel things from the story.
0: Strong sensations.
1: Yeah, but she doesn't know exactly what they are. I think that's partly because she's not got her demons to talk to. Mm-hmm. I have a theory about why the demons are gone. Okay. I think the demons have gone to let them figure it out, her, Lyra and Will to figure it out themselves without them there. Okay. And when they come back, they're going to be in their permanent form.
0: Yeah, she, Lyra's body is sort of buzzing from what, what Mary was talking about she's, she thinks she knows what this feeling is mm. and it's like Mary had opened up the rich house inside of her and opened all the doors to all the rooms mm-hmm. it, as though she's unlocked something mm. they also end, they end the chapter about talking about good and evil and you know did you believe in good and evil as a nun yes what about now and she says good and evil aren't people they're the things people do Mm. so a person isn't evil but they can do evil things
1: yeah and she also said that when she was a scientist she wasn't thinking about good and evil she was very clinically thinking about yeah the science
0: because that that came in in the subtle knife when she was like we're talking about good and evil as if they are they're real things yeah Yeah.
1: and that's why the arts are (laughs) better
0: So, like, Hitler wasn't evil, but the Holocaust was.
1: Well, Hitler wasn't
0: <laughs> I I was just fear Mary Malone logic.
1: Yeah, well, I know, so she's saying there's not good and evil, there's what people do. Hmm. Um, yeah.
0: Because, like, no human is born evil. Yeah, that's fair. You know, like, that. I think that's what she's saying. Like, it's your choices mm. that make good and evil things happen.
1: Some people are born with um, no empathy, though. True. Which can lend them to become evil. Well, actually, no, because when you make us okay, so it's, I, th- I, li- I think I you, lot. you need to have free will. I listen to a lot of true crime, so I know these things. <laughs> so when it comes to psychopaths and serial killers, it's always a mixture of environment and way their brains made up that makes them do the things that they do.
0: Chapter thirty-four. There is now. Or, there is now. Or, there is now. Or, there is now.
1: There is
0: now. I think it's, there is now.
1: Yeah. This is a very dramatic chapter. Mm. Very, um... Short. Short. Very, I don't know, moody, effective. Mm.
0: It's
1: basically just...
0: Pathetic fallacy. Yeah, it's... Like, a literal pathetic fallacy. Yeah, it's
1: Mary Malone going on one of her night walks, walking around.
0: I used to do that, you know. I yeah. Used to go on night walks around Brighton.
1: Matthew's great. he's very romantic, so he just likes going on night That's walks. That's
0: true. I'm a big romantic boy.
1: I went on a little night walk around the uh, our little garden.
0: That was a not a <laughs> night walk.
1: It was a little stroll. <laughs> you
0: would go for like three minutes.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs>
0: I'm talking about like a ten mile trek. Through the city and surrounding countryside of Brighton, and you were like, I went for one.
1: It got a bit scary. (laughs) (laughs) There's all lots of trees and things. Yeah. yeah, Dark. Dark and spoopy. You got a bit spoopy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes when we're in the flat, you just scream and then don't tell me why, and I'm like,
1: Hey, why reason not I nice screamed today? Uh, explain in great detail.
0: Yeah, Emma had a cut that she put alcohol on, and she was surprised that it hurt. <laughs> it
1: was a very sensible idea to put rubbing alcohol. No,
0: I, I agree, but it
1: really
0: hurt. Yeah, moody chapter. So Mary has when like when you're falling asleep and and suddenly you jolt. I do this a lot more mm. than you do. Um. I don't know why.
1: Yeah, Because you're falling
0: asleep and then you sort of have a sub-dream where you fall and you're like... Ugh! Yeah. And that happens three or four or five times to her.
1: Yeah, and then she's like, okay, well, I'm done with this. I'm going to yeah. get up and uh, go for a walk.
0: Go for a walk. And she feels that the night has a purpose and, and she muses that she feels that she's lost her connection to the universe since um, renouncing her
1: faith, yeah.
0: but that since the discovery of shadows, she's realised, actually no, I am connected to everything. Mm -hmm. A sort of heart back to the last chapter, almost. So she's walking towards her tree, isn't she? The one that she's got her platform on.
1: Mm. And she sees that the clouds are moving against the, the dust, or the thrath, or the shadow particles. Yeah, that's right. And so they move in
0: the opposite direction. So Mary actually sees her tree fall, mm. which was super sad because I love a tree,
1: mm. and mm. these things
0: are like giant sequoias, aren't they? Like? And it
1: took, and then that was a big trap to her building. That so yeah, which yeah,
0: platform, yeah, the platform, and she immediately looks through the spyglass and she sees the dust rushing away towards an unknown emptiness, mm. and that's when she has some realizations. Now you have touched on this as theory that you've had before on the podcast.
1: So I got another thing right?
0: Yeah you did yeah. So it was the key was because Will had told her his story. Mm. She knew that the subtle knife was made 300 years ago and that the men of the guild hadn't closed all of the windows that they'd opened and the shraph had been drifting away for 300 years. Mm-hmm. So the windows are causing the dust to leak out of the
1: universe. Uh-huh. So Lord Asriel's experiment of, bringing, of wanting all the worlds to be one mm. is what's making the dust leak away, I think.
0: The, mm. So the, yeah, there's, there's the small leaks mm. that have been happening for 300 years, but she was like, but that doesn't explain this sudden rush.
1: And it's because of the abyss.
0: And it's because of the abyss, because mm. we learn from the chapter of the abyss that we'll recognise the emptiness mm. as the side of the window.
1: Yeah, and it's um the the the, the abyss came about from the church.
0: Yeah, but the, the bomb that the they bomb. made.
1: So not necessarily Lord Asriel
0: using the power of the separation. Yeah. Well, you know that
1: Lord Asriel's whole thing of. Bridge to the stars and bringing all the worlds together mm. is flawed mm. because it makes people sick and all the holes in the world. leap make dust leak away.
0: That's when she notices the clouds going the opposite direction to the straff mm. and she thinks that the matter is trying to stop it escaping. Mm. It's trying to keep it in the world because matter loves dust, mm. because. Dust allows matter to understand itself. It's mm. consciousness. And if they don't stop this, all conscious life is going to end.
1: Yeah. Or, so it's, they're, they're all just going to be grazers, basically. Yeah,
0: exactly. There's going to be, we're going to be monkeys. Mm. And then the left are going to be grazers, exactly. And then, as she's on her, as she's on her way back to the village, she sees a single twilapi which is unusual because they normally ride in flocks. And she sees a rider getting off who has a stick and then she realises it's a rifle. Mm. And she's trying to run back, but then she realises, you know, this guy's got a gun and maybe I'll alert alert him if I run back and he's obviously looking for the children. Mm. We know who this is.
1: Yeah, it's Father Gomez. Ah, well done, remember
0: that time. (laughs) But he, he just misses the sleeping children, because they're under a tree, aren't they? Mm. Rather than in one of the huts. So a bit of a near miss there.
1: And But he the person he's actually looking for is Mary Malone.
0: Follow the serpent. Yeah, follow the serpent. But he's found her.
1: Yeah, that's true. Okay, so he's, he's looking for Lyra and Will, but he misses them. So, yeah, that crisis has been averted, but he comes back later on.
0: In chapter 35, Over the Hills and Far Away.
1: This is the... Uh, where Pullman shows himself to be a big, soppy boy.
0: The first time I read this chapter, I think I was probably about 12. Mm. I'd never really had a big cry about this, this kind of thing mm. ever before. And I was in bits for days. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: He's such a soppy boy as i well. I'm
0: going to tell you, what I did later, I'm not saying it on the podcast, because okay. <laughs> it is so lame. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So the children go looking for their demons the next morning, and Mary tells them about the man that she saw, mm-hmm. and and says, you know, be careful, avoid the trees, stick to the open plains. And they're like, don't worry, you know, we've been through the world of the dead. Metatron tried to kill us. Like, it's yeah. chill. We've it got was... the knife, we can cut through. She packs him a nice lunch as well. Mm. So as they're walking along, they're talking about home and how Azrael's kingdom's going to fail. Mm. And they're like, oh yeah, because of what John Parry said. Mm. You can't stay in... So the rules of the game are coming clear. You can't stay in your world.
1: Mm.
0: Because you get... You have to stay in your world f- for at least most of your life, otherwise you'll start getting sick. Mm. You could, and that's you why... do
1: what... Um...
0: Lord Boreal Lord could do, Boreal yeah. did. and the the Republic of Heaven will fail because people can only because it was an empty world. Do you remember mm. they said that in the settlement? Yeah.
1: Mouth? So.
0: Or was it at the beginning of this book?
1: So no one can really live in that world for too long. Mm.
0: It's
1: a shame. Nice world.
0: They think they can see the demons sometimes, as a, and they talk about what form their demons might take. Mm. As adults, because Will still doesn't really know anything about demons. He's still Mm -hmm. like, I've got one. This is fun. And he says, you know, he'll have to go back home for his mum. But but she's like, you'd visit, though, wouldn't you? Of course I'd visit. You're my G.
1: Yeah, so they think it, because what they're not talking about is how they couldn't really live together permanently. No. Without having to hop between worlds.
0: Be a long-distance friendship.
1: Yeah. But um, also, Lyra says that she could just. She can't really think of anyone to live with back Mm. home apart from the Egyptians. So I was like, yeah, Yeah. shout out to my Egyptians.
0: Yeah, because Jordan probably wouldn't take her back. Maybe the Egyptians would. And she was like, I'm sure Yorick would take me in, but I don't really want to live in Svalbard.
1: Yeah. Sounds a bit cold.
0: So at this point, it cuts to Father G.
1: Yeah.
0: He is actually stalking them, He's, he's seen them in the savannah.
1: Yeah, because um, they what they do at this point is that they keep they keep thinking they see their demon shadows and mm. they sort of kind of chasing them a little bit. Yeah. But what I'm not sure of is whether they see their demon shadows or whether they just see the shadows of Father Gomez and they're moving. I think it's of that. I think it's the demons. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he says that at the start he he sees them like. He said they're, they're quite easy to track, but at the beginning they kept seeing things and then moving. Mm. quickly but then later on they start just to become more and more entangled in themselves yeah
0: and and not noticing
1: not noticing shadows and their demons Mm. they're more getting more close together and away from their their search for the demons so that makes it easier for him to track them because they're not looking out for anything
0: and he's so close to his aim that he actually starts thinking about what he'll do afterwards yeah he's like should i return to geneva or should i evangelize these this these Malefa creatures who seem so heretical and yeah. you know why, why are they rolling about on wheels and I was like what's heretical about that yeah I don't know what his <laughs> Magisterium, problem, are, man. I want you
1: know. to be like mate you're, the authority's dead <laughs> yeah but he doesn't
0: know that yeah it's all that's gone. the thing he's cut off even yeah. Father McPhail's dead but he doesn't know oh
1: that. yeah how did Father
0: die he he was the person that set off the bomb
1: oh yeah
0: but suddenly he feels a choking and his demon has been grabbed
1: mm. And guess he's back Balthamos is back Balthamos. he's like oh I felt really bad actually about leaving Will so I'm gonna stop this guy from shooting him because he at this point is about to take aim mm. and about yeah to he's
0: because they talk about the, the barrel of the gun and the scope yeah. that he's got yeah
1: and actually before then he says that he looks through the the yeah he, ha- he has two aim- he has two chances of aim and the first time he mm. He's oh she looks so innocent and sweet Mm. obviously she's full of sin Mm. but and he doesn't want to hit will
0: as well because he's innocent yeah it's like garden of eden yeah
1: (laughs) so yeah it's it's... all a
0: woman's fault
1: yeah but he he keeps he keeps saying oh i can see them leading into sin and Mm.
0: stuff yeah yeah. yeah um but yeah, so his his demon gets grabbed, and then it and then it does cut back to Will and Lyra, who have decided to have some lunch, mm. so they sit down to eat, and then Lyra says to will, "Oh look, one of these fruits
1: mm. and he, she puts it in his mouth, mm. and then they kiss, and it's really cute, really mm. soppy, and I'm like, oh, Philip <laughs> <laughs> you' know, go all mushy, yeah, and yeah. And it's they, very sweet.
0: And and Will says, When you're asleep, I was talking to Pan at the end of the subtle knife. Yeah. And then she was like, I know, I heard. Mm. And then she's like, I love you, Will.
1: Mm. It's very cute. And oh, how old are they?
0: I think they're probably about 14, 15 by then.
1: Yeah.
0: It's been a long book. Mm. They've been going a while.
1: Like, um, and beforehand, they say, but like, because um, Lyra asks him if he would ever get married, mm. and he's like, "Yeah, probably, but like, I don't think I could marry anyone who doesn't hasn't understood it all." Mm.
0: Yeah, there's no one else. Yeah, who and it would.
1: Yeah, these kind of guys are kind of just destined for each other, just because they've both gone through this big thing together.
0: Yeah,
1: and it, it just works for and them it's even be yeah. Because yeah. imagine you trying to explain it. You meet someone else who's great, and they're like, "Oh yeah." Oh, there's I've that time the, in the that. world of the dead, and you're like, what? Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's really difficult to explain. There's this, like, bigger abyss, you get to climb a really big abyss. <laughs> like, you went to this place, Hobbies. and are like, elephant <laughs> things with, like, wheels on them. like,
0: you'd, what? People would honestly be like, you're insane.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like, even if someone was like, yeah, 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 cool, cool. It'd be like, oh. Well, you, really Oh, you, you weren't there. You don't really understand. You don't know, weird. man. You don't you know, don't know man, do. weren't there. Look at this video of this wheel thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So cuts back to Balthalmos, who's basically drawing Father Gomez away from the children by dragging the demon away. Mm. And Gomez starts to be like, actually, this is quite interesting. If, if this person was actually a threat to me, he'd probably have attacked me. And then he mm-hmm. feels some wings and he's like,
1: an well, we might
0: be on the same side. And he's like, oh, I've been watching you. We are not on the same <laughs> side, yeah, sir. Yeah. I do not think we have the same kind of ideals about what kind of world we want to live in.
1: Yeah, and I think Gomez because I thought, oh, well, if, if he finds an angel, then he must think, oh, good. Mm. But then, obviously, at this point, you're like, oh, there are the fallen angels from yeah. heaven. I did not know about fallen angels from heaven until I read these books. I thought that all mm. angels were good. Well, that's... Did a... you know? Okay, Paradise Lost. Cherubs all about. have four faces. Bloody hell. Yeah. Four. Terrifying.
0: That's kind of... Kind of weird.
1: Yeah, angels are terrifying in their true form in the Bible. Mm. Mm. Scary. Angel of death.
0: Mm. Let my people go. What's that? It's from um, the Prince of Egypt. (laughs) The angel of death comes to Egypt and Joseph's on a big hill shouting,
1: Let my people go.
0: (laughs) Wait, was it Joseph? Moses. Moses, not Joseph. Jesus, Jesus. When I close
1: my (laughs) eyes. Anyway. Um, So yeah, Paradise Lost, is that what?
0: Paradise Lost is about the war in heaven.
1: And is that in the Bible
0: though? No, no, it's by John Milton.
1: So it is all made up?
0: It was written in the 17th century, I think. Possibly the 18th. 18th century.
1: So that's not scripture, that's not a real thing that happened? No, it's an epic poem based on... But the war in heaven, it's not something that happens in the Bible, or is it?
0: I think it was, because it it explains where the devil comes from.
1: Yeah.
0: He was um, a big angel. Anyway, Father Gomez decides to attack Mm. and get his demon back. Um, As Balthamus has been stung and lets the demon go, he's like, okay, I'm going to jump at him. And he doesn't realise that he actually just flies straight through the angel. Mm. And he hits his head on a rock, Mm. and Balthamus grabs his head and holds his head under the river until he dies.
1: Yeah, bit grim.
0: And then he hauls the body out and puts the arms over the chest and goes, okay, that's what Baruch would have done, he would have killed them, and then he he basically breaks down crying and then drifts off into into the air.
1: Yeah, so that's his final act. Yeah, and
0: Will and Lyra will never know. Mm. That's what's significant. I guess they could ask the Alethiomata. Yeah, yeah, they, they, I don't, I, they, they wouldn't, wouldn't. They wouldn't go, what's happening with Balthalmos? Yeah. Oh, well, you know. I suppose,
1: I suppose Mary could say, oh, what happened to that guy? And they go, oh, I don't know, maybe we could ask. Oh, Balthalmos. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Anyway.
0: So the last bit of this chapter is back in the village and suddenly Atal feels a change and asks Mary, you've got to look through his spyglass, something's happening to the yeah. sharaf. And she looks up and the dust has stopped flowing away, there's bits moving but it's not, the full stream has stopped. Mm. And then she sees the children coming over the hill and she doesn't need to look through the spyglass, she knows that they are covered in dust and Mm. they're exuding dust and they are dust and she says that, well she thinks that dust has found a home in humans once again.
1: I hope this is explained more. This is lovely and it's very sappy. Mm. But it's a bit like in one of those bad Doctor Who episodes written by Stephen Moffat where they kill the monsters with the feelings. Um, So I want it to be explained more. Mm. Um, But it's, it's an interesting way of fulfilling the prophecy. So you've got Mary Malone telling stories and telling her experiences of love and stuff and so she's acting as the serpent there and she gets
0: the tempter yeah
1: yeah, she gets lyra excited and then from there she then makes a bond with will Mm. but i suppose she's uh, like will's like the knife bearer and she's the
0: elithiometer reader
1: elithiometer reader and the one who released all the people into the world Mm. from the world of the dead so it makes sense maybe them combining. Mm. is maybe what makes dust move down, but I, I don't know, I quite like more of a concrete explanation. The or...
0: three dark materials are all in one place as well.
1: Oh, okay. I mean, but they the, were in one place the, before. The
0: book won't give you much more on this, which is why I'm happy to discuss it now. Okay. It's it's one of these things that I think Pullman's left up to you. It's like, okay. what do you think? I, I personally think where Lyra's come from, her parents something going on with her parents again Mm. not ever fully explained but they are not normal people Mm. and they've created a child who has had a prophecy from the get-go from the witches
1: Mm.
0: the church has always feared her who then travels through different worlds people have never done that before Mm. releases the stops the authority defeats the authority by releasing the prison camps
1: Mm.
0: releasing the ghosts from the prison camps there's another theme in these books, which is the difference between children and adults. Mm. Innocence versus experience. The magisterium in the church hall, like, innocence is perfect. We should separate you from your demon. you will never experience any sinful thoughts, like making out, you know, desire, mm. curiosity about mm, your, desire. your body.
1: <laughs>
0: so what they've done has fulfilled the name that Lyra has. You know, remember the other name that Mrs. Coulter Eve. found out? Eve. Yeah. They're Adam and Eve yeah. again. I, yeah. think, I, I think that's what it's saying. It's yeah. saying that it's come again.
1: Yeah, no, I understand all that. I think it's just that the reason why all the dust is moving is because of all the holes in the world. Yeah. And the big one, which is the abyss. Mm-hmm. But they've not closed the abyss and they've no. not shut off all the holes.
0: No. That's what they're saying. There's still, there's still eddies and flows. But it stopped flying away and it's coming down again. Mm. But you're right; that's still a problem.
1: So, is that something that's going to be resolved in the next three chapters?
0: I think you need to finish the book now. Okay. Excited.
1: Yeah, I am. I really like. The th- I really like this book. It's good.
0: Best book in the world.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. will we'll return for the final episode
1: next time.